Hello, and welcome to the Extension Experience Podcast with your hosts, Josh Bouchong, Trent Malachik, and Dana Zook. Here you'll find insights into Oklahoma agriculture from West Area Specialists employed by Oklahoma State University Extension. Their perspectives come from assisting county educators and producers in the areas of agronomy, animal science, and economics. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to the Extension Experience Podcast. I'm Dana Zook. I'm Trent Malachik. And Josh Bashong. We are uh, here this week with a, a ex- distinguished guest. <laughs> Greg Heifel is a county educator from Woods County. We have him here today. Um, welcome, Greg. Thank you. Yes. So uh, we have Greg here today because he has a, a long experience with extension. He's been in the extension system quite a bit longer than the rest of us. And he has some history in the area office. So we a lot of us have looked to, to Greg for uh, some um, advice over the years. And he's he's been really involved in a lot of our programs um, since we have all come on. So, Greg, tell us a little bit about your background and and uh, how you came to extension. Well, very good. Uh, Thank you for having me today. It's very kind. Um, Well, I uh, grew up and uh, was born and raised in Woodward and graduated Woodward High. And my VOAG teacher was uh, Ralph Thomas, who's an animal science alumni. And he and Dr. Tadashek were good friends. And uh, I ended up at, at OSU in animal science and moved on to Kansas State and got a master's in meat science. And then uh, following my schooling, I uh, was offered a job at uh, Woodward as the 4-H agent. You usually don't get to go back to your home county, but uh, Abra Wilson was the longtime extension agent out at Woodward and uh, knew me, uh, not through uh, the Woodward contact, but other contacts and and wanted me uh, as his 4-H agent and uh, was fortunate enough to get that job. And and just a year into that job, uh, Vernon Stevens here at the area office at Enid retired, and I had the opportunity to uh, apply for that job. So I did have a brief 4-H career. Yeah, but, we want uh, to re- we want to everybody to remember that. Greg yeah. <laughs> was a 4-H educator at one, one time. One time, I, I did have that. Uh, I got to go through you know one fair and uh, one. Uh, 4-H camp, uh, 4-H right? camp yeah. and 4-H banquet. Yeah. That's always the, the big one. So, uh, but uh, in, enjoyed my time in Woodward, obviously. But uh, uh, anyway, I spent uh, 28 years here as the area livestock specialist and, and enjoyed all that time and uh, did a number of different programming and we can discuss any of that that you want to. So. Yeah. So, so for those of you who don't know, Greg was my predecessor. Um, I came into the job. I've been just like two years after probably you moved on to Woods County. So let's not forget about that. So you went from being an area livestock specialist and now you are in Woods County. I am. I guess I didn't finish my story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I uh, After being here 28 years in 2012, I did move to Woods County. Uh, to be the uh, extension educator there, have done that eight years now and have really enjoyed that. I have learned a lot. Um, You know, I've been around county educators my entire career, but I didn't have to do some of the 
uh, day-to-day, you know, mm-hmm. entomology investigations and <laughs> gardening, uh, and, gardening and, and so I've learned a lot. Um, it's kind of been an odd time. I'm old in extension, and so people think of me as experienced, but I would ask all these basic questions <laughs> like a, a new agent because I was uh, new mm-hmm. to a county position. So it kind of put me in a lot of odd uh, conversations with, I think, people on campus that <laughs> thought I should know a little bit more about what I was doing. But anyway, I, uh, I, I, I was pretty good at focusing on livestock when I was here. I didn't, uh, I didn't do too much of the horticulture well, stuff. Well, so. like any of us, if you stuck any one of us, uh, Josh or Turner and I in the <laughs> county office, I think we, we would be okay, but it would be something totally different. I mean, the, the running of a county office is, uh, it can, it's a very big job. And so there's lots of things behind the scenes. I think people don't understand. So, so you, you attest to that, right? I, I do. I totally agree. But, uh, you know, uh, whether it's, here in the area office or, or in a county, uh, you know, we want to help people and uh, and we get a lot of neat people that, that uh, want our help, that uh, have excellent contacts, that uh, give us opportunities to learn and stretch ourselves and uh, just a great opportunity. So whether that's at the county or, or area uh, level, uh, m- meeting the public, helping with needs uh, is, is always rewarding. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the programming that you have done over the years. So as a as the area livestock specialist, um, you did do some stuff with youth. Okay, so you did a lot of you took some meats judging teams quite a long ways. Um, Talk a little bit about that program. Okay. Well, with my meats background, uh, I was looked to as a resource person for that. And uh, Northwest Oklahoma was blessed with uh, four or five counties that took the meats judging program really seriously mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, won the state contest. And so those educators would uh, bring me into the process to help uh, prepare those teams for uh, national. Of course, the national meats judging 4-H contest is at uh, Kansas City. And so uh, just over the years, was able to work with a number of kids. Uh, uh, many of those kids are, are in the meats industry today. Uh, and that's always rewarding. One of them owns a meat house right here in Enid. Oh, yeah, like TNC uh, Meats, right? That's right. And, uh, of course, my, my daughter works for her, uh, went to work for Tyson. And, and so just a number of different 4 H'ers that have gone on to, to many different uh, opportunities. Uh, you know, Brett Gardner was on the very first team I, okay. I did. And then Brett's obviously a a successful cattleman in his own right. So just lots of different, uh, I guess I shouldn't mention names because there's there's, that's great uh, numbers. uh, uh, I took 14 teams to the national, never won it. We were second uh, about three times. And so that's always fun. But uh, lots of great experiences driving up and down the road uh, and and doing things like that. So uh, great, great opportunity. Yeah. And so you came today, you had just been in Kingfisher County, given a little introductory meets sort yeah, of class. Yeah, still doing, still doing some meets work. It's uh, always good to keep it, keep up with that program. Yeah. So I would say probably you're one of the only people in our district that has that meets background. I ha- have to say I'm not as well in that. You've taught me a lot about that. So um, <laughs> well, what kind of programs have, have you guys worked on with Greg that you want to mention? Well, Greg, you always have your big meetings every fall and spring. We always got busy with that. Sometimes you ask us to do stuff we're not familiar with, so we <laughs> expand ourselves on that. But what was it? What has been one of those, Josh? <laughs> uh, the 
you know, the last few years, big talk about hemp and everything oh, like that, okay. alternative crops. Always trying to provide programs to your producers in your county that you're getting questions about. So you're having that constant contact, you're that in between for us. Also, you're that in between from the producer to campus as far as sourcing locations for like the wheat variety plot. I know that's been pretty exciting the last few years. We've been moving that around. A few headaches here and there, but you also have your own wheat board in the county, don't you? We do a very active group. Uh, I have an active uh, wheat producers group and I have an active cattlemen's association. So both those provide uh, support and and uh, help in, in different programming, uh, allows you to do uh, separate programming needs. Of course, you know, you also get involved in other things as far as the scholarships that they uh, provide and, and uh, work that they do with youth. So uh, it really gets you in uh, touch with producers and their interest and how they want to improve the community. I've always, when I've done meetings with you, Greg, I've been impressed with the scope of participants you have at your meetings, whether it's uh, other professionals from either USDA agencies or, you know, FSA coming out and, and even with career tech uh, teachers coming to your meetings and, and seeking more knowledge. And, you know, throughout the course of extension experience and talking, we kind of like to give maybe new educators or other educators ideas on how to expand their audience. And I've always been impressed with your producers. They've been willing to ask questions and been very personable. And I don't know if that's anything you would uh, claim or anything you would say you've done to, <laughs> to cause that, but, you know, any, any tips for younger educators on engaging their, their county or individuals in their county in their meetings? Well, no, I can't, uh, I can't claim credit for uh, having great producers. Uh, you know, I've been very blessed to, to get to go to a quality county and, and they, uh, uh, they do support me and, and we do get uh, good attendance and, and we get people that are interested and involved in the industry and, and uh, for whatever reason, have been able to touch a, a diverse set of of people that um, are really need to work with, and uh, and they do bring a lot. You know, again, they're coming to those meetings to be uh, to, to be educated, but they also provide information that uh, adds to the conversation, adds to the educational process, and it is fun to to see that. So, been very blessed to get it. I. Uh, just make all the contacts you can and, and uh, remain as open-minded as you can. And uh, those new agents will be fine. <laughs> I think early on, one of my favorite meetings we did was a field day that we had. And I don't even remember the exact location. If you remember, we were in a hay barn and there were some sprayers out there. And, and oh, that was the equipment yeah, field day, wasn't it? Was it? Equipment yeah, field. that was interesting. Oh. I think Trent and I delivered the pizza. but <laughs> Yes. Well, that was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I, we, we've we've done some neat field days. We've had a uh, we've had an equipment field day uh, down at the Leaper Ranch and and looked at different equipment and uh, uh, had Randy Taylor out before he was our, our um, program leader and and uh, did a great job, of course, with with his educational program. Uh, we've hosted a uh, OCA tour where we uh, visited one of uh, or two or three of the beef producers in the county that are OCA members and uh, had a good panel at those. Uh, I guess my favorite field day has been the um, cedar rodeo. We did a cedar rodeo and uh, showed all the different cutting equipment plus some uh, chemical application and 
had some experts on cedar control there. So uh, field days are fun. Uh, it's hard to get those new ideas mm-hmm. and, and find them every once in a while, but uh, sometimes you you get lucky and you find a good one and and, and it uh, pulls off. So uh, yeah, we've really had some fun field days over the years I've been in Woods County and, and even going back, of course, to the area days. So yeah. So as you go back, some of those things that you have done, I mean, I, I got to use some of those was I came into the, into the job. So the Wheatland Stalker Conference, that was a very successful conference that you hosted for every year that you were here. Or did you start well, it shortly after? Let's see. I think the first one, I think it was 23 was years it or 86 something like that or, or something? 87. Yeah. I, the first one would have been about 87 and, mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it continued through 2012 when when I left and and you, of course, continued that and and, uh, expanded upon that and 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 changed the change the title. And that's all that's all (laughs) good. That's progress that we wanted to make. So Uh uh, but yes. um, Yeah, I was kind of known as the conference guy. We had the the Wheatland Stalker Conference that we did every year. We had a uh, commercial receiving lot conference, which was a a little bit more technical and kind of invited meeting for um, receiving lot owners in Northwest Oklahoma uh, that became quite a popular program. We only did that every other year, but uh, producers look forward to that. And uh, and I had quite a bit of success um, with with the receiving lot conference. Um, the uh, Beef Congress was attached to the OK Steer Feed Out. That was a field day that we did. Uh, uh, to talk about, you know, carcass improvement and, and uh, breeding programs and, and improving carcass quality. And so uh, steer feed out. Of course, and, the steer feed out. We can't forget that. Yes, the OK steer feed out. Um, uh, I was very, very blessed, very fortunate to, to be plugged into that program early on. Again, with my meats background, they uh, needed someone to, to help with some of the carcass side of that. Um, you know, the steer feed out started in 84, long before I was in extension by Wayne Shearhart and Kent Barnes and, uh, fed cattle and, and, uh, got the carcass data back to producers. And, uh, when I came on as an area person and got plugged into that program, uh, then I became a part of the committee and, oh, by the early nineties, um, we couldn't slaughter the cattle at, um, Oklahoma City any longer at Canadian Valley, and we started going to Dodge City. And so that's when I really became heavily involved as far as uh, taking responsibility to, to follow those cattle to Dodge and transfer the tags, and get the inf- Yeah, you used to collect the data and everything yourself and and take (laughs) right on the slaughter floor and everything like that, right? So a lot of educators were involved early on. Absolutely. Couldn't have done it without the educators. There's usually about a four-man team of us that went up on a Tuesday and transferred the tags from the live animal to the carcass. And then Dr. Fred Ray and I went back on Thursday and collected the actual carcass data. Uh, So... Uh, lots of road time, <laughs> lots of uh, trips to Dodge, um, but a very educational opportunity to be in a plant. You know, um, I got to be a part and or, or see the plants when, uh, you know, VIA machines were just coming on. Mm-hmm. And so I saw some of the first ones being used in a plant. And now, of course, they're standard equipment. And so uh, to, to see that 
Uh, the the artificial you know, grade, so the grading, the machine. camera grading, yeah, the camera grading. Yes, so, camera so those of you grading. who don't know that, that's what that is. Yes, so the the VIA machines do that uh, now and uh, and follow all that. But you know, uh, we would they would actually take part of our data and and uh, and they did the same thing when uh, they were testing out their electronic ear tags. You know, <laughs> they would take our numbers because they knew we were on the slaughter floor and watched mm-hmm. it. Uh, they would take our numbers and uh, verify whether their scanner would work on the, <laughs> on the uh, EID uh, ear tag transfer. So anyway, just lots of neat projects over the years and and fun events. So and so there this year was the last year for the Sear Feedout. So tell us how many years it has been. Thirty seven, thirty seven okay. years. Um, of course, we were at uh, Oklahoma Feeders uh, down at uh, well, it's between Guthrie and Perkins, it's actually, yeah. And so uh, we were there from 84 to uh, 2012. And since that time, or excuse me, 2008. And so from 2008 till today, we've been at uh, Cattleman's Choice Feed Yard at Gage. So uh, excellent cooperators and, and over the years and uh, just lots of neat parts of the steer feed out. Sure. Yeah, I, I would always say even when I got started, that was one of the fun times to, you know, go back to the feedlot because of my background. I enjoy going to the feedlot and working cattle despite the conditions, you know, <laughs> really deep mud or really dry and dusty. It was always, we always had a good group and Greg always brought us some sort of ham sandwich for lunch. <laughs> ham. <laughs> Got to feed the hill. Well, roast beef was probably too expensive. Was, well, Greg is really into, wow, he, yeah. he's an economist. Come on. It's <laughs> There was some roast in there. Oh, maybe so. I'm I just giving you a crap. Only be the best ribeye sandwich. Oh, well. Well, we got hamburgers every that, once That's in a while. for later, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depended on the year, I think. But um, but it it I know your experience has um just very extensive, but um I know a lot of people who have um you know, spoken very highly of you. And and so it was really hard for me to come into this job. Oh my gosh, what did Greg, Greg did this, Greg did that. And so, okay, we can do this. And so it, it was always, it, it's been very good to have you as a mentor. Um, and I think a lot of the other educators feel the same way. Okay, Greg. So we didn't really cover why you took the spec step back from the area position, because I think it's a pretty awesome position. So you have some reasons probably why you went to Woods County. You can probably tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, well, I did. Um, um, my uh, parents were aging, and uh, I had the opportunity to uh, go to a county that was uh, adjacent to my home county, and and uh, be able to uh, do some small uh, beef cattle operation, and and uh, and be a part of that, and and uh, still be a part of extension, and and be effective, hopefully. So. Um, yes, um, 2012, I took the uh, the job at, at Alva, and then by 2014, we had moved from Enid, where we uh, had been here for 30-plus years, raised a family, uh, three kids that are Chisholm High graduates and, and all out in the workforce, and uh, and so uh, moved on to to Moreland and, uh, and are living there now and uh, really enjoying this time of of being able to explain some personal things uh, while still, again, hopefully being effective and in, in the county role and and taking uh, 
a good chance at that. So uh, again, uh, fun times and and uh, looking forward to them continuing. Yeah. So I think some of us or most of us probably hope that happens to all of us. We can return <laughs> back to kind of do a little bit more of the production, apply what we preach. And and so I think that's really fantastic. You've been able to do that. You have a beautiful place. I got personally got a tour a couple times over the last six years, but, but I really appreciate you coming on, Greg. I appreciate what you've done for extension. And, uh, with that, we glad you guys all joined us and we'll, uh, visit with you next week. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you would like to hear more or follow up on the discussed topics, please reach out to your local county extension agent. OSU has a presence in all 77 counties with educators eager to assist you. Also, please consider checking the description for links to our social media pages and further information pertinent to the conversation. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.